Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. Ooh, it's going to be cold tonight and the rest of the week all the way to um, Friday. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's my favorite holiday. When I was a kid, I loved to go trick-or-treating up and down in Death Street. Still a kid at heart. I love Halloween. Don't forget this weekend is Daylight Savings Time. That's a sword in our hearts to the golfers. Might love to play a short round of golf after uh, work or whatever. That's going to that's gonna come to a halt until springtime. But they say we fall back. That's it. Lose an hour of sleep and an hour of golf. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Our golf title sponsor is GolfBalls.com right there in Arnold Boulevard in Lafayette. Appreciate their sponsorship. Every, everything and anything you want in golf you can find at GolfBalls.com. They have the largest retail merchandise showroom probably in South Louisiana. Anything you want, hard goods, soft goods, you can even go in there and try out their simulator and hit the latest of equipment from all the major manufacturers and try out their clubs and who knows, maybe buy a set. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Appreciate you. Of course, our local golf clubs, right? Without them, we'd have no local golf news. Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Let's start out with Bellevue. The latest news I got from uh, Ty over there is their monthly dog fight. And, uh, yep, here it is. First place, Brandon Burdett. That's Ty's son. He shot a 75 and was plus three. Ty managed to finish second with a 76 at plus four. And then Dean Dashe shot a 77. He was third. They had their uh, three-man scramble last week, or rather uh, Saturday, the 28th. By the way, my grandson's birthday, 17 years old. Drew is. Be talking a little bit more about him when I get to the junior section. But I didn't get the results from Ty on their um, three-man scramble. And it was to benefit Acadiana High School, their boys and girls basketball team. So that ought to be interesting. And a little bit further down the highway at Atchafalaya, they got some tournaments coming up. United States Coast Guard golf tournament is going to be played Thursday, November 9th. A four-person scramble, $125 per person. And then on Saturday, November 11th, the Nick Sanchez golf tournament. It's a 9 o'clock shotgun start. Then down at Eagle Ridge, over there in Cade, their golf pro, Jeff Dupan, informed me that uh, they're going to rate their golf course or re-rate it, but that's not going to happen until next month, November. And the reason they're re-rating it is so that they can add a, um, a fourth tee box. They want to start a senior tee box for the, uh, for the older folks like me. And they're also restarting their MGA program, Men's Golf Association. Of course, you know, with their promotion that they had this past summer, 
they've got an influx of, of members, and so uh, they ought to have a good, healthy men's golf association and <clears throat> maybe when springtime comes around, run some tournaments. Then at Cane Row, they have specials galore. Their junior rates are $25 before 1 p.m. and only $15 after. And then for veterans, they have a day, Wednesdays, all day, active or retired, only $25 for veterans. Then their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, is $35. And then their twilight, which uh, probably have to be upped from 3 p.m., probably to about 1 p.m., uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the weekend, 35 potatoes. And if you want to be a member... Tomorrow's the last day as they run in a special during the month of October. And, of course, tomorrow being Halloween, the last day of the month, you get a full membership, dues, cart, tax, everything for $300. Plus, you get one month free. Of course, that's at the end of your tenure. Well, you're obligated for one year. You get a free month uh, at the end of uh, next year. So uh, take advantage of that if you... Uh, if you want to play some golf on a, on a really nice golf course that's in great shape, they, they rather they seeded their greens, tees, and fairways, and their sprinkling system has got the, the seed germinating pretty nicely. So it's $142. Well, the old rate was $142, but with that rate, $300, you get your cart, your dues, and, and tax included. And uh, here's the uh, benefits you get from being a member 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and the big one here is you can book your tea time one week in advance, whereas the public can only book their tea times one day in advance. They also charge your handicap on the Louisiana State Golf Association's handicapping system, and they waive your MGA, Men's Golf Association, dues. So uh, a lot of perks for being a member. They also license to uh, sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. And uh, I think they have a, a, a nicely stocked golf shop, as I was saying. And uh, they're having a big sale right now as we speak. All golf bags are 50% off. All cutter golf shoes, 50% off. Uh, Travis Matthew belts, $20. And all their hats and caps, 15% off. They also have range finders, GPS range finders, which, which gives you yardage verbally, and then it'll play music for you. Pretty cool thing, all the young people's getting into that music. I'm not. I am and I'm not. I'm on the fence. You know, I can dig some of it, but uh, a little too much of it, too loud is, uh, it's kind of d distracting. I'm an, uh, an old traditionalist, right? And golf's a, a gentleman's game, quiet, polite. You, uh, you never move or make noise while your partner or your opponent's hitting. So anyway, I'm old-fashioned, but I should be at my age. And so this weekend at Cane uh, Row, they had their club championship. I don't have official results here. Kevin Arsenal sent it to me on my phone, but once I blew it up, the, the letters became all fuzzy. So... Uh, I had to get this from my friend Jim Prejean, who I chatted with earlier today. And Jim went out there uh, and saw the presentation, was uh, live for that. And uh, he told me that Jacob Hammer 
Shot 67-70-137. Nice playing there. That's uh, seven under par. And uh, he's only 20 years old. He comes from the Homa area down the bayou. He edged out David Wiggins, who had 70-70, four under par, 140. Nice playing in the championship flight. Then in the, the senior flight, they had some uh, fireworks there. Danny DePlantis and Richard Bourgeois were tied after regulation play. And once again, because I didn't have the results, I don't have the actual score they shot. But Jim was giving me a play-by-play -play of this. So they went into a playoff. And uh, Richard Bourgeois hit the fairway bunker on his tee shot on the first playoff hole and then proceeded to knock the shot out of the hazard fairway bunker six inches from the cup. Don't get too excited. Richard Bourgeois didn't win. Duplantis missed the green by some 20 yards and proceeded to chip in. Big shock to, uh, to Bourgeois because he three-putted the next green and Danny DePlantis unbelievably won the uh, senior flight. Wish I could have seen that. That must have been exciting, that turnaround. Kane Rowe had the most recent Acadiana Pro-Am and a whopping 167 players. That's a record ever for the Acadiana Pro-Am. And so winning first place was Glenn Guidry, Mike Landry, Tom Carroll, and Mike Barrez. They were plus 17 and won $160 redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place, Kempton Collins, Brad Rodriguez, Paul Walters, and Dwight Fusilli. $125, they were plus 11. And finishing third was Dwayne Perry, Brett Galata, David Brown, and Daniel Harton. $70, they won plus 10. The low individual players, and they all shot whopping plus nines and plus twelves. Kevin Arsenal, Tony Baudouin, Mike Vaniger, and Kevin Booty. They win $30, once again redeemable, at golfballs.com. Our next program is going to be at Eagle Ridge, Tuesday, November 7th, and Thursday, November 9th. Hope the weather straightens out for that. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their specials, 9 or 18 holes, Monday and Tuesday, and once again, Sugar Oaks is uh, one of the only golf courses that's open on Mondays. So you can get in some golf there for 22 bucks. My favorite special is their all-day Wednesday special, $31. Play as many holes as you want. And that's the, uh, the day that they have their scramble, their twilight scramble. And if you're looking for work out on the golf course... Sugar Oaks is the place to call, 364-7611. Then, uh, <clears throat> like I said, daylight savings time starts Sunday. They're going to probably have to do away with their twilight scramble as they were teeing off at uh, 4 o'clock. But uh, maybe they'll push it to 3 or something. We'll have to wait and see what their uh, signature is going to be on that. But anyway, they had that scramble this past Wednesday, October 25th. Olin Granger, Jim McLaughlin, and Keith Domingue were minus six and won that. Then on Friday, the 27th, they had that shamble. Tam Rosemont and Robert Burton, 17 points on the front for Tam, 14 points for Robert on the back, and they tied the 18. Then Sunday, they had that shamble, that team shamble. Tony Bigot and Lance Kipp were even on the front. 
And on the back, Eric Lachalet and Ronnie Finley, plus one. And the Gator Golf Club, thanks to uh, Boyd Booty for getting me this information. They had that last event at Oak Wing in Alexandria. Winning the first flight was Heath Boudreaux, plus four. And winning the second flight, Nathan Como, plus five. Their next tournament's November 11th at Beaver Creek in Zachary, one of my favorite municipal golf courses along with the wetlands. Then they're trying to have their final uh, tournament of the year at Mallard Cove, the newly renovated Mallard Cove in Lake Charles. And let me welcome aboard. I believe he's all set and ready to go, getting all this situation situated. You situated over there, buddy? Yeah, I'm just trying to see what kind of plant that is. Catnip. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't smoke it now. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. You got your warm clothes on? Yes, oh, he does. Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. <laughs> no, it's not. It's believable. No, just it's not supposed to do Walk that. outside. It's not supposed to do that fast. You, you better know? believe. It's supposed to be a little bit of transition period, man. Mm, no, no, no. Golly. All right. I got two months worth of uh, the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association's tournament here. As Lawson Rooley uh, got it to me today. So in September... They had that road tournament at Kane Row right here in New Iberia. Mitch Gospar was first, Henry Wiley second, and Mel Patan third. And then that club tournament over at Muni and Lafayette. Uh, let's see, the format for that tournament was individual points. Greg Gotro first, Henry Wiley second, and Richard Vinson third. And then their October activities, their out-of-town tournament was played at Bayou Bend in Crawley. First place, Sid Thibodeau. Second place, Brett Galata. And third place, Marin Rodri. And then at Muni on their uh, home course, the fourth, second tournament of the month. Let's see, it was blind draw. Terry Clement, John Pierce, and Tim Maringos was plus 11. They beat out Fairley Painter, Eric Rosen, and John Pierce, plus 8. Thanks, Lawson Rooley, for getting me this uh, local information about the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. Then last weekend, I had the pleasure of bringing my uh, grandson up to uh, Southern Trace in Shreveport, where the Louisiana Junior Cup matches were played. And my goodness, my son couldn't have had more bad luck than, than I brought him because uh, he lost all three of his matches along with his partner. He lost the best ball match in the morning, nine holes. Then alternate shot nine holes uh, in the afternoon. They lost that two up. And then Drew lost five down in his individual match. So uh, pretty nasty playing, Drew. Thanks. <laughs> but he gets to redeem himself because uh, this coming week he goes to the Nota Begay. Got an invite to that. And that's going to be at Kashadi Pines, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. And then uh, November 8th, he's, uh, he and his... Mother Mary, not Mother Mary like the Blessed Virgin Mary, but Mother Mary. Mother Mary, come to me. They, uh, in fact, November eighth is Theodore and Mary's anniversary. Mary gets the treat of taking Drew to uh, College Station to get fitted by Ping Golf Club, and the hope is that uh, they will sponsor Drew in his future endeavors. Uh, not playing golf at Texas A and M, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it, it depends on the, you know, when they offer N huh? NIL deal. They got yeah. a lot of NIL money. They I got a lot that. of all money up there, man. You they know, they certainly do. Of course, they might have to buy out Jimbo Fisher. So, you know, and so then right after that, Drew plays in the uh, 
Lake Charles Fall Classic, November 11th and 12th. So a busy week for Drew and Mary, Mother Mary, <laughs> and Papa Theodore. And uh, by the way, the Lake Charles Fall Classic is going to be played at Mallard Cove. Anxious to see that. I'll probably go on Sunday and watch Drew if he's, uh, even if he's not in contention, I'll go. Then uh, the Raging Cajuns played their last. How are you going to get there? You going to drive yourself? Down Highway 90. All right. Well, 10, rather. Remember now, the clock goes back, so it gets Ooh, dark. That's right. It gets dark early, so. Danger, danger. <laughs> he better have early tea time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave at 9. Especially if he's playing bad. So, Kanaale Pali Classic was played in Lahanya, Maui. And uh, the Raging Cajuns participated in that. Finished right in the middle of the pack. Tied for 11th. First place went to East Tennessee and Oklahoma. They tied. Hold your seats, boys. Minus 42. And that's not the temperature. <laughs> that's minus 42 under par. And uh, they decided to uh, split the team championship. UL tied for 11th, like I said, with Boise State at 10 under, which I thought was a pretty good score, but evidently not. Interestingly enough, UL's fourth-ranked player finished first on the team. Burke Alford had 71, 71, 66, 208. Milan Potter... His third-ranked player finished second at 212. Eli Artigo, first-place player, finished third. None of them finished where they should have, mm. 213. And then Jake Marler, 214. Dylan Keating, 216. Luke Gluver, G-L-U-V-E-R from Oklahoma, minus 18 in three rounds. They got some young golfers out there that can play some golf, man. And it seems like college is the avenue most of these players are taking to, uh, to get to the PGA Tour. As, um, as I alluded to last week and worth repeating this week, um, the kid from, uh, Oklahoma, or rather from Vanderbilt, Gordon Sargent, he became the first player to earn the PGA University program's exemption to where once he graduates in May, he can go out on the PGA Tour for a year, scot-free, all the exemption he wants. Pretty cool stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, he's exempt, but he still, he still has to pay his expenses, right? Well, yeah. I <laughs> mean, it's, gets it's not scot-free, you know. Well, no, I mean, but it might be NIL-free. Oh, no, knows? I'm sure, I'm he, sure, he's, oh, look, I'm sure he has sponsors for oh, sure. Oh, he's got um, to, yeah. You know, he's a very— What does that mean, scot-free? Um, Good, something you can Google. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to get somebody from Scotland and find. I'm, I'm sure it has something to do with when they gain their. Sure, it's not Scott, Louisiana. No, I know it. Nothing's free in Scott, Louisiana. Man, boudin costs a lot these days. Man, boudin crackling. <laughs> All right, and speaking of the raging Cajuns, Greg Saunier, who is now a PGA assistant club pro, is uh, in the running for Player of the Year as we wind down the year in the Gulf State Section PGA. Greg's first place in the assistant part of the uh, running. He's in third place for player of the year. That's all the PGA pros in Louisiana and Mississippi. And going into the final tournaments of the year, he's in second place for the Louisiana PGA player of the year. That'll do it for the local stuff. All right. Well, so here, you know, you, you ask and yeah. uh, you, you shall receive. So um, I didn't ask for enough then. <laughs> uh, let's see. So it says that the expression... Uh, scot-free originated from the Scandinavian word <laughs> scot, which is S-K-A-T, which means tax or payment. The word mutated into scot as the name of re, uh, redistrib redistributive taxation <laughs> meant to provide relief to the poor during the 10th century. 
So, um, so it was a relief from taxes, um, so, basically. Uh, you need to stay tuned to Chip Shots. You'll never know what you can learn Man, here. Uh, I sure learned a lot. A I mean, plethora I, of uh, um, Scandinavia, knowledge. of all places. Okay. Scott. Scott. It wasn't Scott, Louisiana. S-K-A-T to me, Scott. All right, stay tuned. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new Kane 1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Steady Slamming, Ralph Boxcar, Bazaron with you here in the studios. Keeping warm. Well, it's getting colder. It definitely. Um, like I said, man, you know, I wish we'd have had a little bit of a transition uh, period with a little just, you know, some in the 60s and 70s for a, a month or so. But um, we went pretty much from from summer to deep fall, if not, not, you know, maybe not winter. But I think by tomorrow, by Wednesday morning, we might be feeling winter type conditions. But um, oh, Especially in North Louisiana. They're saying it's really going to get cold well, up I'm going to be. Close enough. I mean, I don't know. Tomorrow, to, you know, I just have to survive tomorrow night in Alexandria for um, trick or treating. So we'll see how that uh, how that works out. Someone told me I should buy one of those little personal tents with a heater, but I don't, I don't think it should be that that extreme. You know, worst comes to worst, I'm just going to close the door, put on the light, and they can knock on the door, and I'll open it, and you know, mm-hmm. go that that route. But man, I'll tell you, it's crazy because I. I'll tell you, 90% of the time, I remember for trick-or-treating, we'd be outside putting bug spray on because <laughs> the mosquitoes are so bad. Uh, and it was hot, you know. Yep. And um, th- definitely not uh, not the case right here. But um, anyway. Well, when Billy Cannon made his 89-yard run, it was a hot, misty, muggy night. Yeah, sure from was, From the opening man. kickoff. You want to give us that, that little, uh, <laughs> that little call? The weather conditions were taking that toll on the players. And that's enough of that No, man, I love when you, when you do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, but, we're desperate. Uh, huh? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, and if anybody wants to call in with anything they have uh, golf-related, um, uh, we sure, sure could use some calls because uh, this is really a, a really slow time of the year, um, I have to say. But uh, a couple of things happened on, on, on tour um, this week, uh, w- w- the, the first of which, you know, <coughs> kind of – I don't know, man. I have really mixed emotions with this, but um, uh, two Corn Ferry Tour players have been suspended um, for gambling, um, and and one of them is Jake Stadiano. Uh, he said he got a text from someone on the PGA Tour saying that he was involved in an integrity violation, but he thought his dad or caddy might have triggered a, a, a rogue warning. Um, he played um, in Colorado in July, on the Corn Ferry Tour, and uh, someone from the tour um, approached him and said they had been hired to investigate the issue. Um, he spoke with the investigator for nearly an hour to confirm that he had placed four bets on golf, which totaled $116.20. And um, that was seemingly is a pretty innocuous wager. Three of the four bets were on the the Brooks Kepka versus Roy McElroy made for TV 12 hole exhibition event. Um, but he got a letter from Jay Monahan a week later saying that he had been suspended for three months for violating the PGA tours, uh, integrity program. And, um, and, and, and he wasn't the only one that, that um, trying to find the other guy's name, but he was suspended for six months. Um, and so you can't bet? Not on golf. You can, they can bet. You know, they can bet on football or whatever, but you can't bet on the, on the sport that you're um, competing in. You know, and, and, yeah. and of course, the, the – The other guy's name was Vince India. Yeah, and he actually has had some moderate success on tour. Um, Jake hasn't? Uh, no, he has not. I think Vince Indy has won like maybe three or four hundred thousand in, in Corn Ferry Tour earnings, and this other kid was maybe like forty thousand. You know, he's mm-hmm. pr- pretty pretty new. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, but I mean, really, how how does that affect anything? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, he's betting on another tour. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I could see. So the only way I was I was trying to think about this. So so how could betting on on a PGA event, what what could you possibly know? Because you know how golf. I mean, football is one thing because you might know. Um, there was a controversy a couple of weeks ago. I forgot what player <laughs> it was, but they hadn't announced him as as not practicing all week, and turns out he didn't play for the game. And and, and the NFL is real strict about that um, because of the the gambling aspect. So if you're a teammate of somebody and you know they're not feeling well. Um, they're, they're probably not going to play. Uh, and if they do play, they're not 100%. Yeah, it can give you a little bit of a, you know a, advantage, I guess, you know, a betting. Um, but on the, in golf, the only thing I, I came up with was, was if you were actually paired with that person, you bet on that person, and you possibly saw a rules infraction, and you let them slip by without calling the penalty. Otherwise, you've got to go out and, and, and shoot a score. You know, it's, it's not a... It's not an easy sport to bet on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know that, that's the number one thing. It's not an easy sport to bet on. No. The second thing is it's it's like in, that's not even competition with him on the Corn Ferry Tour, and especially with the Bryson uh, DeChambeau, uh, PG, the uh, uh, 
TV event. Now, that's not even a sanctioned tour event, you know? I mean, that's a... I, I, I don't get it, you know? But And, and for $116... I mean, look, if the guy had bet, you know, three or 400000 I mean, you know, was obviously placing bets for other people that, you know, booking bets or whatever, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's... It, I think the, Jay Monahan. No, he's not a <laughs> kind of losing. He's, it. He's, yeah, he lost. He's made some bad decisions. He had that nervous year. breakdown, and since then, I, I don't know, man. He, he's and the tours. I mean, it's you know, it's in yeah, disarray right now. Um, I, but, I think uh, you're right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just it it kind of you know, it's just I, again, you know, what, what, where, where we, we know that the golf has some quirky rules to begin with and and um and some of this stuff needs to be uh updated but uh but something like this uh when you know talking about that's pretty much the equivalent of somebody who's going to test positive for performance enhancing drugs and get suspended you know and 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 to me that's a lot more serious violation because that can give you a competitive advantage oh i'd agree with you there you know this is not going to give you a competitive advantage i mean if you're lucky you might you might make a hundred bucks at most, you know. Cause, well, yeah, that's six, six point what six? Well, one sixteen. One sixteen. That's 20. the juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're not making much off of that. No. You know? So, um, I don't know, man. Um, it, um, but you know, that was one of the things that came out this week. Then, I was reading today that um, that there was a, a possible. It's like it's so weird. It's like I don't know who is running the tour anymore. You know. Uh, uh, so the PGA Tour supposedly has turned down a major partnership um, with the the uh, Performance and Investment Fund framework agreement in jeopardy and no clear resolution in sight. They've been looking elsewhere to, to for a partner partnership, and um, uh, there was a company that uh, called Endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah, they own and operate the WWE and the UFC, which is the World Wrestling Federation. Well, World wrestling entertainment not time out in that is that backed by the uh, uh, saudi arabians as well no that's not okay because that guy's name looks look kind of <laughs> arabish uh, mark shapiro no that's that's jewish okay okay i mean no he's not what's he's the not, difference well he's not saudi i mean what, but anyway um uh ufc um is ultimate fighting championship the martial arts and uh, you know mixed mixed martial arts um but yeah, they uh, they had uh, wanted to buy it and and or, or become partners rather, and uh, their, their statement was they've officially turned us down. We're big fans of golf and we'll continue to champion the tour, but we're not going to be investors. Then they also had uh, uh, interest from the Fenway Sports Group, which operates and owns the Red Sox, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Liverpool Football Club, which is soccer. They were also um, uh, uh, interested in investing. And um, they, uh, they, they, they're the group that acquired the, uh, a team in Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy's uh, TGL Simulator League, which has yet to make its, its debut. But, um, uh, you know, whether or not they're going to partner with anybody, we'll have to see. The deadline for the preliminary partnership agreement between the PGA Tour and the Players Investment Fund is December 31st. So, you know, I... I, I I don't know. So what happens if there is no agreement? You know, what what does this mean for the tour going forward? I mean, they'll just go along their own merry way. But will they have the 
the funds for these, uh, you know, to... The PGA Tour? Yeah. Well, of course. They, they still have backers by, by, you know, people like Zurich and other big companies, you know, Genesis for the Tiger Woods' tournament. And, I mean, then they, they can't compete anyway with the LIV Tour, so what, what, what would be different, you know? I think the LIV Tour is the one that needs to... To, to start thinking about what what are they going to do? They they have the same old players there, and they're not seemingly making any progress. Not that I want to talk about this, but anyway, I, it's well, no, it's like I mean, how, how are they going to increase their their year? What are they going to do to uh, increase their their you know d- drawing crowd or whatever? Because they're not they don't have TV. Don't have, I mean they they have nothing but money. And there's there's just. <laughs> I mean, sad to say, huh? there's just really zero interest in it. You know, when of course there's no interest when we're I talking mean. about about it um, this past Saturday, the golf course, you know, and, and a couple of our friends had watched it for the first <coughs> time, I think. And it, it's just hard to watch because, number one, it doesn't look like a golf tournament. You know, it, and I guess eventually, you know, if, you, if, if we saw it every week, we get used to seeing players in shorts and playing music and all i mean it's kind of a novel concept Mm -hmm. but this whole team thing is so discombobulated and so hard to keep track of and they're constantly putting these little scores up on the left hand side of the tv screen showing this the 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 team scores and you know you're trying to track the individual scores and it just becomes a just a mess you know to try to figure out who's doing what and who's making what and, and the players themselves don't know we saw that happen with Brooks Kepka at, the, at the, the final event where I think he won, got a bonus of, I don't know, 300000 or or whatever it was, maybe $3 million. I, The money just irrelevant These it with, really with is. those people. But he didn't even know he had won that much money. He was, he was shocked to find out, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just incredible. Um, uh, but, but very, you know, I, I didn't think it would sustain itself going forward but i mean when when you have unlimited funds i guess and 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 now that the pga tour is kind of uh, i don't know I, I hate to say but gotten in bed with them so to speak you know they 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 didn't i, I firmly believe that if the tour had, had taken a hard line and, and the majors had taken a hard line and 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 you know, well, just the, the, to your point there, the majors like the Masters and the British Open this week just announced that they're not changing any of their policies as far as invitations for the Masters or qualifying for the British Open. They're keeping it the way it is. So, yeah, if these players that that have lost their their uh, their invitation, not their, their invitation, world rankings, their world rankings, yeah. yeah. Then, then they're gonna have to find another avenue to to, to qualify for these tournaments if but, they want to be in the yeah, spotlight. But you have some of them that are past champions, and you know that work runs thing. out too. Yeah, well, because then they put a uh, quietus on that when uh, you know. The, uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the masters. The masters just, can always pull pull. Well, they they, yeah, it's an invitation. They, they have uninvited, yeah, past champions before. Yeah, no, no. I mean, Greg Norman's not even welcome on the grounds anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. you know, it's like don't even, don't even try to you know come buy a dollar beer over here. You, uh-uh, buddy. You know, you, to me, the only good thing out of live is that it, it created some buzz in the golf, you know, scene in the sports world. That's about it. But. uh as far as it being real golf, it's not. And, you know, I, I think the players that stuck with the PGA Tour are focused on playing real, true golf and, and uh, 
earning their their reputation from that and not just from being a circus yeah and there 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 are actually live golfers that kind of have gotten um displaced off their tour you know because we knew that was going to happen when you have a certain a fixed number of players at some point you know if they sign new players they're going to kick the lesser ones to the curb, you know. Absolutely. And so now they're going through Q school. Uh, and I was reading a story about one mm-hmm. of them had, had advanced, you know, through the uh, whatever stage they're in right now, maybe third, second or third stage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like starting all over again, um, trying to get your status and, and trying to, you know, find your way. Uh, so I'm sure going forward, and that's what's so disappointing to, to lose the – Louisiana Open because I think we're going to see more quote unquote big names coming back through the Corn Ferry Tour trying to get back to the PGA Tour, um, or at least know. the seniors, senior, you know, you're right, P- yeah, PG, you know. the Champions Tour, yeah, but I would think so, yeah. But one one thing that I did watch this past weekend, Ted, uh, in fact, yesterday afternoon, uh, after I was put in a relatively good mood after a Saints rare Saints victory, you know, not uh, rare. They're four well, and four. Well, it's, it's been three weeks though, you know, so that was it was rare. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a little stretch, um, and uh, I, I decided to watch a little golf after, and uh, the LPGA was on, and man, what a what a marathon there! Um, it, it was the um, the Maybank May Championship. <clears throat> on the LPGA Tour at the Kuala Lumpur Golf and Country Club. And um, it was uh, Selena Boutier who made a birdie on the ninth playoff hole to defeat Ataya Titakul and, uh, and win. And when I'm telling you, Teddy, you should have seen some of the shots these girls were hitting coming in. I mean, literally, and I'm talking about from like 100 yards, they both hit, it's par five. They were, they hit their 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 approach shots probably within five yards of each other. The first girl hit her her <coughs> shot maybe five feet from the pin. The second girl's ball hit in the pitch mark of the first girl's oh. ball and ended up about three feet from the pin. And, and she ended up making the putt. The other girl missed the putt. Oh my! Uh, but I mean, that's how close? that's how close they were. With I mean, it's like they were just right. You know, right by each other constantly. It was it was it was fun to watch. Um, and that and that's uh, Boutier's uh, fourth win of the year, and she's the only player to have four victories in twenty twenty three season. So now she leads Lily of View Vu in the Player of the Year race by with only three three tournaments left. So, uh, well, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't know if it's, it's because they were trying to. Um, to, to beat the darkness or or, or not, and, and, and there was another thunderstorm approaching. So maybe may, I don't watch. I watch the LPGA Tour. I don't necessarily, you know, to tell. I, I've heard the name Celine Boutier. I, I know she's from France. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you that I would have recognized her out of a police lineup, you right. know. Uh, but when I'm telling you that when she hit her shot, and she would just start walking, she was probably 25 yards ahead of her caddy the whole time when she got to her ball she the, the club was ready she hit it i mean and again i don't know if she just plays that fast all the time or if <laughs> if uh it's because they wanted to try to get this playoff over with and not have to come back today to, to finish it you know but yeah. the other girl was looks like she was more like talking to her caddy and trying to relax a little bit this girl was 
all business, you know, yeah. and a um, little bitty thing, too. When I'm telling Celine? you, probably went way, if she weighed 100 pounds, I, maybe, I don't think so, though. I mean, skinny, skinny. And probably can and, rip it, you know? Well, you know, I'm sure she could. Uh, I don't, man, it played well, though, you know, and, and uh, that was, they, 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 they hit some clutch shots coming in. I mean, it was, it was, it fun was to watch, tit, huh? tit for tat. It was fun to watch, yep. All right, on the men's side, Victor Hovland had an obscure win. As if he needs it. He's won, what, $33.5 million this year, uh, FedEx Cup champion and a whole slew of other things. But uh, he, uh, of course, went to Oklahoma State, and he teamed up with uh, one of his teammates, Ian Davis, in the uh, what's called uh, the two-day Oak Tree National Pro Scratch Invitational oh, yeah, yeah. in Edmond, Oklahoma. Of course, that's home to, uh, to the <laughs> Oklahoma State golf team, and uh, that's where they play. Uh, and uh, they won. I guess uh, their their glory days are you know are behind them. But boy, at one time that was. Remember they had the Oak Tree Gang with Scott Verplank oh God, and Bob yeah. Tway and all those guys. Well, that's how this tournament got started, and and a lot of them go back there and still play in this thing. He won one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for first place. I know that's like just a night on the oh, that's town. Chicken scratch yeah, to him. Yeah, compared to thirty three point five million. Yeah, but uh, you know. Victor's only 26 years old from Norway, and I tell you what, this dude's going to be a player. When they asked him, Smiley Kaufman on his podcast asked him who, who was the best player in the world, and he said, well, I think I am. Oh, well. <laughs> and he's ranked fourth. Good for he him. He said, but Scotty and, and John and Rory, well, they could be they're the number one player on any given weekend. So No, it's, it's kind of true, you know, really. Yeah, I, I mean, think you're right. Um, you yes. know, we don't have those that clear, dominant number one anymore. Um, and we kind of thought Rory might have might have taken the mantle from from Tiger, and um, you know, I mean, he 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 he, he flashes, you know, and then John Rahm can get on as hot of a streak as anybody. But again, to say you could sustain it for, you know, <laughs> like Tiger and Jack used to, it that's just not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not sure that the depth on the tour has ever been this good. You know, I mean. Uh, right. You know, in all honesty, I mean, look, you know, Tiger Tiger pretty much had the field beat before he even teed it, teed it up. You know, and he had Phil and a, a handful of others. And I think Jack's competition was actually a little better than Tiger's competition when you look at, you know, Watson and, and you know, Weisskopf and, you know, Trevino, some of those guys. But, but still, you know, I, I'd say you go 10 deep, you know, maybe now that in any given week they're all – they could all win, you know. I mean, Scotty Scheffler, you know, John Rahm, Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy. You kind of go down the list, yeah. and you say, no, like, "No, you're you're right." You know, I it's mean, balanced I, out a lot. I more. think it's uh, I think it's very uh, very very deep. Yep. Um, Look, they, they they had the uh, Golf Digest or some company ranked the great top ten greatest golfers, and. Tom Watson, Byron Nelson, and Lee Trevino weren't in the top ten. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just stupid. It, to me, it's really stupid. I mean, they should, they should, they might should be in the top eight. You know, at least. I mean, Watson should be in the top five. I think you know. I well, mean, they, or six. They have Tiger, maybe. Jack, Ben Hogan, Sam Snead, and Arnold Palmer in the top five. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with that. But I mean, and then okay. they have Bobby Jones, Phil Mickelson. Bobby Jones played in a different era, though. It's a know? different era. It was different golf, you know. Certainly, uh, it was. I mean, look at the scores back then. You know, I'm not saying he wasn't great, but I mean, you got to look at relative. You know, right? Really, 
you know, I mean, he was great for golf. I mean, he, he but. Uh, yeah. Disappointing. And who else is ahead of them? Okay, uh, the, 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 the last five. So I'm going to scratch Bo- Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones, Phil Mickelson. No, Phil Mickelson over Tom Watson? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Gary Flair. No, Gary. Oh Seve Ballesteros. No. Th- and Nick Faldo. No. No, I think Watson's better than all three of those oh, players. Oh, absolutely. Not maybe Gary Flair. I think he might have a little bit better major record. But Tom well, Watson, man, no, I that mean, dude was – He's, and and he's won five British Opens you right gotta, there. And, and look at you know Gary. Look at the eras. You know Gary Player was a little before Jack Nicholas, right? Yeah. So again, now he was competing more against Hogan and them. I guess or, Arnold you know, Palmer. I don't know, Arnold Palmer, yeah. Billy Casper, yeah. But it was. But but um, my point. My point is that you have to. I think gauge this sometimes by. <laughs> who who you know who they were playing against and 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 what the level of competition was and but that's just that's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, uh, and Trevino too. You know, I mean, I think he was one of the all time greats. You know, I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, Sam Snead. Look, I mean, you can't count, discount the number of victories he had, but you got to look at how many times. I mean, the guys are playing like you know every well, week. Then if you look at it um, like that, you know. Then Byron Nelson has a record no one will ever beat in eleven straight, you know. Yeah, PGA Tour while victory, everybody so. else was at the war, out to war, you know. Still, I, I mean, mean, he he did. Who did he beat back? Sa- then? Same with Sam, you know. I mean, oh no, when I, he I was know. winning. There was, he was just he, and a it was, handful of players that could beat him. It was, and it was lesser events. I mean, honestly, oh God, you yeah. know, it wasn't. How many? But they, made, they, uh, they honor in his eighty-three victories. You know, oh yeah, like, I know. like it's some standard. Well, why not Byron Nelson? He did it in the same era. I don't know. No, I mean, look. They, they, we, I guess you can, you can debate, but you can't debate one and two. That's for, I mean, that's no. one and one a one exactly. a one. They tied for first. I, 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 no question. Yeah, I think it's just a dead heat. You know, e- right, even the right Jack now. Nicholas lovers, which I am one of. Right. I had and and I wasn't a Tiger fan in the beginning because right. of the way he acted, but you know, you got to give it to him comparing no. their records. It, it, they just both were, were the, are the greatest players that ever lived. And there's no no doubt in my mind that if he hadn't. You know, and if is you know, yeah, if, it's a big I, word. We, yeah, it's a big word. But if if the marital things hadn't happened, if the accidents hadn't happened, et cetera, if he had stayed healthy, mm-hmm. I, I don't even care about the office because we all know that Arnold Palmer and a lot of those other guys had a lot of other uh, side endeavors as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but if he had just stayed healthy, he'd have broken the major record. Let's let's be honest. Oh, you know, no, I, I think mean, there was no question. I think he'd have sixteen. You know, yeah. probably, uh, but you know, it it didn't happen. But but yet, you can't discount what he did when you look back at <laughs> and that, some of those records. Right. It's unbelievable. You know, I mean, I mean, every record that anybody even comes close to or is included in Tiger Woods is one is you know is yeah, a leader in it. Is yeah, you know, I mean, any record number just about. of yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just it's stupid. But but yeah, that list is not a not a good not a good list. I don't know who mm-hmm. put it together, but no. uh, but not good. All right, then uh, on the ladies' side of things, the Masters has a new member. Annika Storsdam is now uh, an official member of Augusta National Golf Club. Um, let's see, she uh, won 72 times, 10 majors on the LPGA Tour, and she's the first gal from the LPGA Tour to be uh, invited to be a member at Augusta National. So, uh, Isn't that something? That, I think that's wonderful, you know? Yeah, because I think I mean uh, besides her, I know Condoleezza Rice is a 
member. Yeah, and I think that more Wait. more girl, the lady from uh, North Carolina, I think. Uh, okay. I wasn't sure I who else. I want to say Baltimore, but that's the lady that works here in New Iberia. But it's uh, yeah, some, she, it's not the Dow Jones investment lady. No, it's not her. <laughs> We'd all be flocking to her office every day. Hey, look at, can you help me with my rejection letter from the masters? <laughs> um, and then an obit oh, on the LPGA tour. Uh, Betsy oh. Rawls. Well, these ladies seem to be living long. The ones that were pioneers in the uh, in the LPGA. She was ninety five, and. Uh, she won eight majors. She she just died, and then there was one last week I think that uh, was an old older female. I forgot who it who it was that we announced, but uh, yeah, these old old lady golfers seem to be uh, doing it right, living a long life. It wasn't um, golly. Um, I'm drawing a big blank. It wasn't the gir- the lady with pine pine needles golf course. The, no, that might have been last year. Yeah, you remember the, the um, mm. God? What was her name? Don't know. Well, anyway, I'm a blank. there was another, uh, but I can't find that one now. Speaking oh, of pine no. needles, just quickly, Pinehurst, which is in pine needles, uh, ha- they have been awarded six United States Golf Association championship championships, and uh, as well as a 2024 U.S. Open. So next year's U.S. Open is going to be played at Pine Needles, just like what you said. What else you got? Anything? Uh, well, I was trying to find. I saw the story that um, Lexi Thompson's uh, former caddy passed, passed away, away suddenly, yeah. and uh, he was married to another LPGA player. But I, now I lost my story. So, yeah. uh, well, all right. While you're looking up that, I'll give a brief here. And still in ladies' news, South Korea won the fifth their fifth World Team Amateur Championship uh, in the thirtieth annual uh, ladies. Amateur World Cup teams. Uh, the United States finished sixth. So uh, South Korea producing more female and better female golfers than our home country. So something needs to be done about that. Yes, I agree. And then what about this guy, oh, Al- Alex Levy? Okay, you got yeah, it? So, yeah, his name is Kevin McElpine. Uh, he was uh, Lexi Thompson's former caddy, and he was married to, uh, well, used to be married to Anna Norquist. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he died suddenly um, at the age of thirty nine. Um, That's pretty young. Yeah, and, and you know it's kind of you kind of read between the lines, and it looks like he, he might have taken his own life. But um, uh, you know, sad anyway. Um, he was from originally from Scotland, so. Um, then on, on the DP tour, this guy Alex Levy. That that's where they had that that last tournament to the race to Dubai, which is their big championship like our FedEx Cup. Yep. And uh, some some exciting things happened to the people on the bubble, and some sad things happened, some bad things. Alex Levy, 33 years old, lost uh, by hitting. He he lipped out a hole in one on the 16th hole, and then Mr. Birdie putt lipped out on it on the 18th hole to. Uh, to unpunch his ticket to uh, to the race to Dubai, and uh, that's about it. That's all I got. Box score. Well, they had another big tournament in Dubai. Let's see if I can find that. Um, who won it? Uh, let's see right here. Yeah, um, Samai so um, Valmaki overcame Jorge Campillo in a playoff to win the 2023 Commercial Bank Qatar Masters. After hunting down the Spaniard in a thrilling back nine battle, 
uh, trailing third-round leader Campillo all afternoon. Um, Belmaki from Finland finally hit the front at the 17th, courtesy of a 7-foot birdie putt, but the pendulum swung back Campillo's way as the Spaniard birdied the last to join uh, Belmaki on 18 under par, at 18 under par, um, and take the contest two extra holes, but Valmaki needed only one playoff hole to seal the victory and uh, now has won two times on the uh, DP World Tour. So um, and I think the PGA Tour kicks back up again this week. Um, yeah, I saw I know, They had a kind of a rare week off. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure how, you know, how that works, why, yeah. why that is. But, um, yeah, it's um, – I'm just trying to see which event this is coming up. Uh, uh, the Worldwide Technology Championship. So um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, again, kind of a kind of a rough time of the year for, for golf to, to try to get real interested in, 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 in what's happening on the national scene. Um, glad we had some – some local news to kind of carry us over, but there's not a whole lot going on right now mm-hmm. on the national scene. And then it'll be the kind of the norm for the, you know, yeah, you, for we the have re- that wraparound that season, year. you know. So, I mean, it, it he kind of keeps it going. But, um, but yeah, we have, you know, every right. every sport has a season, right? You bet. Let's finish with this. In Atlanta, Kyle Berkshire won his third long drive championship in Atlanta. Um Earlier, we announced he hit, he hit the ball, I think, 397 or something. But earlier, we announced that in Colorado, of course, that's a 6,700-foot elevation. He had a 519-yard drive. But get this, on the women's side, how would you like to be beat by a girl named Monica uh, Living? 382, she hit it. Whew. And then a senior guy named Ryan Breezeback, 390. Whew. A long ways. Well, yeah. I mean, the senior hit it further than the the the, the, the young female. boy. Well, no, the female was how, 380. Yeah, but how 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 far was the young guy? Berkshire. Yeah, it was three something. No, 432. Not, oh, 432. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. 432. It's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. It's not the word. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Halloween, and don't forget the uh, CHS Coaches Show. Coming up next with uh, Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, and Coach Matt Desimo. Stay tuned for that as the Panthers had a big win over Lauraville over the weekend. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com hey guys if you're looking for the top golf experience in iberia parish you need to look no further than cane row golf and turf club low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens the recently refurbished sand traps and incredibly plush fairways 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Road. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Road and enjoy. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Cane 107.5.